Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. In the midst of all that is happening these days, all around the world, all of the unrest, the political unrest, the COVID-19, the hatred, the being afraid, everything seems to be part of our worst nightmare. Is your worst nightmare really what's going on right now, or have you already lived through your worst nightmare? I know I have several friends who have passed away in the past few months. I imagine that their loved ones would say that was their worst nightmare, and especially for those that were unable to go into the hospital room or into the rehabs to visit with them, stay with them, pray with them, love on them, and many of them not even knowing that this was going to be something that was going to kill their loved one. They didn't know that they were going to die sometimes. I think a parent's worst nightmare, I've always said I was my parent's worst nightmare because I got into all of the stuff I did and was a runaway teenager and drinking and drugging and suicide attempts. That's about as bad as it gets for a parent to have a child like that. But the worst nightmare would be a parent whose child died especially, I guess, unexpectedly, or maybe one who had to go through a prolonged illness. I know that many of you right now look at family members, friends, things you're even going through, and you really believe and have certainly right to that this is the worst time of your life. You're living in your worst nightmare, and that well may be. I am not knowing going to negate or even try to counteract any of that because I'm not in your shoes. But I do know one thing, that through all of the times that we go through issues and problems and depression and crying and anything sad that you're going through, there is only one way, and that is to get through it. You don't want to live in the midst of it, and you don't want to wallow in it and stay in it. I have a really close friend battling depression right now, and she does not want to stay in it, but she does not see any way out. She doesn't see light at the end of the tunnel, or as she said, when she looks up, she doesn't even see light to be able to get out of the mess she's in. But she does still believe in God, and she trusts Him, and she is able to keep praying. Another friend who has recently lost a spouse, the same thing. They still have faith and they're still trusting God, but it doesn't ease the pain and the hurt and it doesn't make it go away. So the one thing that I do know about in this old world is that when we're getting through things, when we lean on others and have friends and family that will be there to help pick us up that will wrap their arms around us and not try to give us advice or even quote scripture, oh, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. No, that's not working good for me right now because I'm hurting. And if you're one of those that is hurting right now, I wish I could help ease your wounds. I wish I could kiss your boo-boos and make them go away, but I can't. Even your parents can't. 
your children can't. Sometimes only God is the only one. And that is sometimes even a point of contention because even faithful believers will look up and shake their fist at God and say, why am I having to go through all of this? What's wrong with me that I have to deal with this? And he understands. He was there when he watched his own son at the cross, and he knows what it is like. But I don't think any of the platitudes or the glittering generalities and quotes help anyone at a time like this. Sometimes you just need somebody to wrap their arms around you and rock you and say, I'm here for you. And you can't even say, oh, it's all going to be all right. Well, it may not be all right. There may be more to come. But here's what I want you to focus on today. And this is what I do too. In the midst of a downtime or in the midst of worrying or dreading something, or especially in this season we're living in right now, I dealt with a friend yesterday who's 97 years old. And my husband and I have four huge banana plants in our yard. And the first one yielded the bananas just a couple of days ago. We had 140 bananas. So we divided them and put them all into these cute little bags we had that had peppers on them for our last name. And I looked up some ideas for using bananas, whether they were the fresh ones or the ones that were overripe. And I just stuck that in the bag. I typed them off and ran them off and put them in the bag. And we went around anonymously just putting the bananas with the recipes on the door handles, knocked on the door and ran. And we knew that people were going to know who it was because of the peppers on the bags. But we got several phone calls thanking us and some that were already eating the bananas as they were. But this one sweet little lady, I'll even say Marie because that's her name. She called and she said, oh, you don't know what it means to know that I have people out there that are thinking about me. She had just recently gotten out of the hospital again, and she's the sweetest little, most frail thing. And she said, I just love bananas. And she said, these aren't going to last long enough to make those recipes. And I said, well, we've got plenty more coming. We'll be sure and pass them on. And you could just hear her. She was smiling while she was talking. And she said, you know what I did finally yesterday? She said, I'd been in my house all this time this past week or so without even getting out. And she said, I'm going to get my walker and walk to the end of my driveway. And she said, I did. And she said, then I walked back and I have this lightweight little aluminum chair. And with my walker, I took the chair and I sat in the middle of the driveway, and I just looked my face up to the sun, and she said, oh, that sun felt so good. She said, I felt like I was sitting under a healing sun lamp. Well, I know there's lots of sermon points we could use in there with the sun and the S-O-N, the S-U-N, but for Marie, it was just getting out, and it was about people. And she doesn't have family close around, and she doesn't have friends other than those of us in the neighborhood. And that's what she said. And then she said, 
I sat there for about a half an hour. I was going to wave at people as they passed by. Well, we live in a subdivision that has, you know, dead end. It's a cul-de-sac. And she said, but nobody ever came by during that half hour. I said, well, next time, let's make it a plan, and we'll all bring our chairs, keep them at a nice distance, and we'll just chat. And she said, or bring your guitar. And I said, I could do that, too. We did that for one of the other ladies in the neighborhood on her birthday. There's so much we can do to help cheer one another. You may be going through your worst nightmare right now, and you need others to help you, to lift you up, to just comfort you and encourage you. Or you may be going through just this stagnant time, this mess we're all in, but you have a friend or a relative who's in a really hard place who has maybe lost a loved one or dreads something coming up, some medical issue or maybe depression. This is the time you can be that shining light for them, that sunlight, so to speak. God, thank you that you give us the opportunity while we're here on this earth to be the light in someone's day. Because Lord, when we're having a dark dreaded day, you always send someone to be the light for us. So I thank you for friends like Marie. I thank you for each one of my unnamed friends who are going to be planning funerals this week and those that have already been through the funeral of one of their loved ones in the past few weeks. And Lord, this virus and all of this tension and this unrest, this political climate, God, help us to not keep focused on that but instead to take breaks from it and to walk to the middle of our own proverbial driveways and look up to the sun. God, I thank you for that Marie lesson that you gave me, and I thank you that I can help be someone who encourages her. I thank you for the one listening now that's going through a really hard time, and I just ask, Lord, that you would comfort them, wrap your arms around them, rock them, and help them to look to the sun. God bless you, my friends. I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.